Welcome to Trucker's Voices Podcast. Tonight's guest, Brian J. Preston. He talks to us about how he got into trucking and a little bit about his career before trucking as a radio broadcaster. Very interesting show tonight. So y'all sit back, y'all relax, and y'all enjoy the show. Well, good afternoon, everybody. I hope everybody's doing good. I hope that you had a good day of trucking. I hope that everything that you did today went your way and you did it the safe way. Hey, um, I was actually off today, so um, but I've had a good week of trucking before that. And uh, anyway, uh, we got a special show for you tonight. We uh, got a gentleman by the name of Brian Preston. Uh He's become a friend of mine over the last couple of days. We talked, and uh, I think that you all are going to enjoy everything that he's got to say tonight. Uh, as, before we get started, uh, I'm going to bring uh, my co-host in here, Steve, and let Steve greet everybody and tell him, tell y'all about his day. So without further ado, Mr. Steve Brand. Good evening, Tim. Good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody had a good day. Uh, me? I had a CC day. I had a list about that long of things to get done, and we got wait a minute, all Steve, done. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's a CC day? Is that a credit card day? Because you was off and you had your credit card out, right? Yeah, I spent some money today. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we just uh, we took the opportunity to get get some things done. Had to get our fingerprints done. Got a license coming up. Uh, took the hazmat test. Passed it. Just waiting on the approval and go get my license would be good to go for another four years. I hear you, buddy. I hear you. Well, every day that we have a safe day out there trucking and every day that we can come home and walk through that door, as you often say, is a successful day. So I hope everybody had a good day. We thank you for joining us here on Trucker's Voices tonight. Without further ado, uh, let's bring uh, our special guest in here. I'm actually going to put up his picture right here first um i'll tell you real quick like um i started watching this guy on tiktok and uh i saw some of his videos i liked a lot of his content always has positive content on there not not a lot of the junk that you can see in some of the other stuff but he always has positive content on there and you know what that's what the show's all about is is the positive image of the trucking industry so um Brian, he, he'll fit right in with Trucker's Voices here. So without further ado, let's bring Brian uh, on in here and let him greet everybody. Hello, everybody, and thank you for allowing me to participate in your show. Brian, it's good to have you here on Trucker's Voices, and uh, uh, I'd like to introduce you to my co-host there, Steve Brand. So uh, y'all say hi to each other. How Hello, you doing, Steve. Brian? I'm Looking good, fine. brother. Looking thank good, you. brother. <laughs> <laughs> y'all talking at the same time so anyway but i think we got the gist of it there uh brian uh tell us where you're at tonight where are you coming to us from uh i'm actually parked at the uh iowa 80 the world's largest truck stop in walcott iowa walcott iowa now i've never been there to the iowa 80 walcott iowa but i hear that it is a uh, tremendous truck stop um I think Mr. Steve's been there. So um, tell us a little bit about the Iowa 80 there real quick, like. 
Well, there's uh, like 900 places to park trucks. You can get fuel. There's a wash bay, a shop. Uh, several restaurants inside the main building, plus the uh, the chrome shop that's there. And there's a whole trucking museum across the street. So if even if you're not a trucker, there's a lot of stuff here for you to see. All right. All right. Now, Steve, uh, you tell me uh, your experiences there at Iowa 80. Uh, it's been a few years since I've been to Iowa 80, but oh, it's it's outstanding, man! You got a barber shop, you got a dentist, uh, you can get showers, you can do your laundry, you they got a real nice store, uh, super comb shop. I've not been able to go to the museum yet, but it's honestly it's it's worth the trip. Get in your car and take a mini vacation, just go out and see it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, um. Brian, uh, the, the whole premise of our show, whenever we have guests on, is to um, find out how they got into trucking. And uh, that's what we want to talk to you about, uh, about, you know, how you got into trucking, what you did before trucking, um, all that kind of good stuff. So um, I'm going to just back off the mic and let you tell us your story there. Well, I, 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 I'm... I'm afraid to tell you that my story is probably not all that exciting, but um, let, let me let me let me preface my remarks by saying that uh, I've been a broadcaster in radio since I was 16, which was 1984. Uh, I started trucking in 1992 uh, there in Washington State, where I'm from. I was working for a fertilizer company, and I really liked the job and uh, I wanted to stay. And they said, uh, if you want to stay, you have to get your CDL with tankers and doubles, triples, hazmat, and all of that. And this was long before the, uh, the revenue generating schools, uh, because they don't want to teach you to drive, they just want you to get a CDL. But I, I did everything with them. I went in and took my test. And since 1992, I have never let one thing lapse. I've held on to all my endorsements and my physical every two years. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, I want to back up a little bit. I want to I, I want to dive into your broadcasting career there. How, how long was you in the broadcasting? Because you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. That's what caught my eye whenever I was looking at some TikToks one day. And everything TikTok I look at is trucking related. So uh, but you come across and, uh, I, you know, I, I added you as, you know, my, my friend and all that. And I've been following you. And uh, anyway, so, so tell us a little bit about that, about your broadcasting career. Well, uh, I, I'm a farm kid. Um my brother and sister and I grew up on a farm in central Washington, and my dad always listened to the same radio station. It was an AM station, and uh, I, for some reason, I just really got on, really got into the guy doing the show, which happened to be the owner, but um, I kept winning all of these prizes, uh, albums back then, and uh, my dad or mom would take me in to collect my prizes, and I, I kind of got the bug and so I applied when I was 16 and I got a job and uh, I, I spent 20 years in radio and uh, worked all over Washington, Oregon and a little station in Idaho. OK, now, was it mainly was it like a uh, talk radio show? Was it like music or what? Or did you yeah, do a little yeah. bit on the genre? 
No, I, I've never been a talk show host. I, I'm not sure that I have the intellect to do that, but I, I was a board operator at one station, so they carried satellite programming and you just inserted commercials on that. But I mainly did classic country, uh, country music, and I'm a big classic country fan. So my goal is with all of this exposure that I can go to work at Real Willie's uh, Roadhouse on Sirius XM. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, maybe that'll happen for you one day. <laughs> hope so. I hope hope it happens before I uh, want to retire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and I got a couple of, um, a few um, of your TikToks loaded up here, and we'll get to those in a few minutes. But I'm going to throw up here uh, on the screen, um, and it's going to put us off to the side a little bit. So let me add this to the stream. Uh not wanting to load up. There it goes. All right. So um, this is there. Well, it didn't load up. Good gracious. Computer's acting up tonight. Wouldn't, wouldn't you know it? All right. There it is. There. The, the, welcome to the show. That's our, our welcome sign there. But I, I actually got your truck uh, loaded up. And uh, man, she's a beauty. Tell, tell, us, tell us about your truck there. Okay. Well, um, let me... Let me um... Let me, uh, I don't know how to say this, categorize this a little bit. I am a company driver. Um, I work for Adkin Specialized Carriers. We're out of Swan, Iowa. I was hired sight unseen by a friend of mine that got me the job there. Um, I've been here since May of 2021. This is the truck I was assigned. It's a 2020 Peterbilt 389. And uh, that photo i'm not sure where it was taken at but i know i was i was headed down to durango colorado uh with that road grader uh which by the way is a great drive if you get to go over wolf creek pass um and this this photo actually ended up on a website that adkins uh uh is uh on a Facebook page that Adkins uh, is 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 following, so they sent this to me and tagged me in it. I couldn't believe it. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So is that all that you ever haul? Is uh, heavy equipment? Is that, or do you haul other stuff? Or I mean, like drive in uh, or anything like that? No, I don't do. I don't. I I did when I when I, a few years ago I did. Uh, I hauled vans for Mercedes. Um, I have done cargo containers to the port, and I've hauled sweet corn and doubles but this job here is um a lot of john deere and then we get back hauls uh like right now i am loaded with a bulldozer and a backhoe that are going to the uh, east coast okay all right and uh i noticed on some of your um on, on some of your videos that you pull a lot of uh john deere stuff up to minnesota so uh it, yeah especially this time of year with all of the uh, with harvest uh we're and john we, we've been hauling a lot of headers up for combines right right steve i'm gonna back off the mic in case you uh, got some questions loaded up in your mind there no i was just gonna uh relate to his uh classic country i remember as a kid my dad drove for western auto he'd bring the truck home sat there all weekend uh, like I've said before, I drove millions of miles on that truck and never left the subdivision. But on Saturday nights, Sunday nights, dial in the WSM out of Nashville on the old AM 650. 
sat there and listened to live at the Grand Ole Opry, driving my truck and, and just shifting away and never turned the wheel. <laughs> but uh, no, that was uh, that was pretty cool. What what actually made you get out of radio and get into trucking? He must have lost me. I think he froze up. Might might have might have froze there a little bit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was I was just curious of of uh, getting out of the radio broadcasting. What made you get into trucking? I I know you worked at some place and everything, but it. it... So Steve was asking earlier, uh, what made you get out of the um, broadcasting business into trucking? I. I, I um, before all of these uh, interruptions and my my connection issues, I felt like maybe with all of the consolidation in radio between Cumulus and uh, Infinity and all of the other major players that own thousands of radio stations, they were using voices, you know, all over the country. So you might have. Uh, a guy in New York City, then he'll do a show in Dallas and a show in Seattle or something like that. And then they want everything voice tracked because they don't want to pay air talent or anything. So they wanted everything to be perfect, like you're a perfect individual. Well, uh, that's not human, you know, so I just kind of felt like the industry left us behind. Right, right, right. Um in the trucking industry, um, since you've been in it, uh, if I recall, uh, since about what, 1992, correct? Yeah. So how have you seen the industry, the trucking industry change over your lifetime since you've been in it? Well, I'm, I'm sure that it, I'm sure that my experience maybe echoes or resonates with a lot of other drivers that the the days of people learning to drive truck or having generations of truck drivers, um, <clears throat> the industry now is is all money is all revenue generated. So these people that are going to schools are only there to get a license. They don't care if you can drive a truck or anything. They've taken the chapter for CB radios out of the book. And they've replaced it by which style and color of flip-flops to buy. And everything's automatic. I mean, that that's the industry. That's the way it's going. Right, right. And, um, yeah, I, and, you know, and I can agree with you on that. Um, you know, I was, I was thinking back to the days when you've seen drivers out there, and this was way back in the day, uh, that had on nice dress shirts and ties, you know, and the profession that they was a part of was a, a professional profession. And, you know, so we, we've, we've come a long ways in the trucking industry, but then again, we've kind of, uh, regressed in the industry somewhat too, as far as the, as far as the image goes. I have to agree with you. And, um, it just seems like, and that's not the only issue that I have with the industry. And I, I, but there, there used to be a camaraderie, you know, there used to be um, restaurants that you could all sit down and eat. Well, everybody doesn't want, nobody wants that. Now they want fast food uh, that they can grab on the go and 
what camaraderie is there? I, unless you're with an old style trucking group, there is no camaraderie. Correct, correct. And I'm going, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to let Steve speak to that because he's, um, he's actually did a whole lot more OTR than I've ever done. So I'm going to let Steve speak to some of the old day camaraderie. So go ahead, Steve. Well, like like I've said before, Tim, and I and I'll I'll stay true to this all the way through the the day that that trucking uh, lost it or whatever you want to call it is the day they took the round tables out of the truck stops, and you know Brian just just uh, touched on that. Uh, everything's fast food. I mean, you used to be able to go in and and pull up a chair around the round table and guys that ask you where you're coming from, where you're going. And next thing you know, you don't have to make that phone call. Somebody at that table knows how to get where you're going. Uh, got a place to sleep or not a place to sleep. They, they tell you the shortcuts, what time to go through the cities, but we, we don't have that no more. Now, you know, like Brian's sitting in his truck right now, he probably look around and everybody's sitting in their truck. There's nobody in a truck stop, nobody in there chit-chatting. You know, and it's uh, we've got away from that. I wish we'd get back to that. I really do. <clears throat> well, I'm afraid I'm afraid, Steve and Timothy, that that train has left the station. Yes, sir. I believe you are correct. I believe you are correct. And that was funny when you said the flip flops. You know, I got my flip flops on. I got my towel around my neck, and I'm ready to go take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I. I will say that um, uh, working on, and I'm being a bit facetious, but uh, working on the transition uh, to the administration, I was so hoping he would do an executive order to ban flip-flops in this country because I, <laughs> not everybody needs, nobody takes, we need. Uh-oh. I think we lost his signal. Is he still connected? Yeah, he's still connected. I'm here. Okay, yeah, oh, we lost. Okay. We lost the last part of what you just said. Well, I, I was just, you know, people that nobody wants to take care of their feet, but they want to wear flip flops, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, really? I mean, come on, folks. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Well, so, well, I'm just going to go real quick. Uh, Brian, have you checked Amazon for your uh, steel toe flip flops for when you go into these places that require steel toe shoes while you're loading or unloading? Have you have you found a pair of steel toe flip flops? I not. <laughs> you know, your flatbed and hauling equipment. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I wear dude shoes in my cab because I don't want my cab dirty. But I do wear boots outside when you're loading and unloading and securing stuff because I think it's appropriate to yes, be sir. professional. We have to look professional. That's right. Yes, That's sir. Right. Um, well, Brian, I am actually. Um, I'm. I'm sorry you can't see it, but I'm actually going to play one of your TikToks here, okay? And then I'll let you speak to it after that, okay? And this one that I'm playing is the one that you just posted yesterday, I believe. So uh, it's the one with the uh, John Deere heads on it. So let me play it for the listening audience, okay? Okay. All right. Another first, two headers, two headers on the same trailer. You guys that have been doing this forever, yeah, I know, it's all old stuff to you, but for this uh, this truck driver with very limited experience, this was a first. Two crates, 
two headers. We're headed up to the 507 into the state of Minnesota. I might as well just buy a house there. That's the only place I ever go recently. <laughs> two 3 8 chains on the front end. Three straps, Kerr John Deere in the middle. Two 3 8 chains on the rear end. It'll ride beautifully, and uh, hopefully the weather will cooperate as we make our way north. That's the way it is. Wednesday, October 12th, 2022, from Walcott, Iowa. Stay out of the trees, rotate your tires on a regular basis, and help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Thanks for watching. All right. So, uh, you know, just just the, um, the, the way you deliver those, I mean, that just catches my attention all the time, and uh, I, I absolutely love it. So um, I was actually looking uh, on your... Uh, on your uh, TikTok, you you are almost up to ten thousand followers on that thing. Yeah, i i don't I don't really know how or why. Um, <laughs> uh, when when my 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 two daughters are the ones that encouraged me to to do TikTok, and uh, and so I have, and I, but I didn't know what to do. You know, you're you're kind of okay. Well, what can you do? Well, load securement to me was like, okay, I think I can do that. And, uh, I wanted to add some humor. So you hear, uh, phrases, um, from Walter Cronkite, Paul Harvey, Bob Barker, of course. And, uh, I just thought that kind of adds a little personal, little humor to the, to the information. Yep. Yep. It does. And, uh, it's, it's what caught my attention. So, um, now I got one here and you're talking, uh, and this, I think this is back from 2021. Um, let's see. You're talking about, um, being gone away from home and stuff like that and how it works on you. You know, uh, are you okay with me playing that one? Yeah, I remember that. That was, uh, that was, that, that one I did. Uh, I think it might've been from August of, of last year that was just after my daughter got married i think or something somewhere in there yeah do you mind me playing that one? Oh, go ahead go ahead okay i'm gonna add it to the stream okay. having a hard time seeing my kids and my grandson and my parents and my brother and all of my other family it's just been i i i apologize i'm going to start it over well, it's not going to let me. Oh. It's a Tuesday, October 26th, 2021. It's 12-11, 11 minutes after lunchtime. I just kind of wanted to mention a couple of things here. If I haven't been myself lately in these videos or uh, not expressing myself the way I should be, it's only because I've been struggling lately mentally and emotionally with with being gone for so long and uh, and getting home and just having a hard time seeing my kids and my grandson and my parents and my brother and all of my other family, it's just been, I, I, I guess I'm just beginning to question whether on the road, traveling the most of the lower 48 is worth it. At the end of our life, are we gonna sit back and say, wow, you know, I really, live to work every single day or did I just work to live I'm just um, just been struggling lately and that is why maybe I haven't been up to par with with uh, expressing myself or in, in these 
in these videos about what we do and what we haul. That's basically it. I've just got a lot of things uh, on my mind lately, and I apologize. If it's been showing on here, that certainly was not my intention. With that, I will say stay out of the trees, rotate your tires on a regular basis, have a fabulous Tuesday, and thank you for listening. All right, Brian. So um, I, I, I wanted to play that one because uh, I, I wanted to ask you the question, um, how is it? I mean, I'm not over the I'm not over the road. I'm actually um, I'm at home every night, you know, in my bed. And, and how does that weigh on a person? Well, I, I would say that um, I have I have four kids, my oldest being 29, who actually drives trucks. Um, then I have a 26 year old and two girls, uh, are 24 and 19. The 19 year old is married. Uh, and then I have a grandson, but it, I, I can only equate it that, that, I mean, it makes home time very special. Yes. Because you get to see everybody. My parents are 79. Uh, they're retired. They own a farm and that's where I stay when I go home and, um, uh, but I think it just makes it more difficult. I mean, you, you cherish the time you have, but I, I really question, you know, is it better to be for so long or is it like you, Timothy, being home every night? Right, right. And I, and I think it's just according to the person's um, personality and their lifestyle and what they what they want. And Steve and I, while, while you was trying to get adjusted with the phone earlier, we was talking about how diverse the um trucking industry is and how it has a facet of different avenues for, uh, for different people. And, uh, you know, that's what I love about it is, you know, if you want to be home, you can be home. If you want to be regional, you can be regional. If you want to be OTR, you can be OTR. But, um, yeah, that, that video, that's the reason I played that video. Cause I really wanted to uh, actually get that question in there to you. And, uh, I, I can just imagine being gone, uh, for a long time and away from your family, especially those drivers that have young young kids at the house. It's really got to be taxing on the mind. I I believe so, and and you know, I don't know if this aspect has even entered into the the realm of some people's thinking, but all three of us see drivers all the time that. Um, for the lack of a better description, have have no hygiene. I mean, like nobody taught them where to get a bar of soap or anything like that. And they're they don't wear the right size clothes. And I, I guess that's what I. If you're if you don't take care of yourself, you know, is it because they just live on the road and they don't have a home to go to go to? Why do they let themselves go? That's the question. Right, right. Steve? No, I, I totally agree. Uh, I, uh, you know, I, I stop in a rest area in the mornings and stuff, and I see a lot of drivers in there brushing their teeth, kind of washing up, cleaning up, and I, I tip my hat to those drivers. Right. They, they actually care, you know. Uh, but it is it is rough out there. Uh, my mother-in-law, I drove for them for five years and she used to tell my dad, once I get him out of the house, I can't get him back. He, he just runs like crazy, but leaving home was the hardest thing for me to do. But once I left, then I could get out there and get trucking. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely rough. 
you know, uh, depending on what you do and, and how you do it and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me play this last one that I pulled and uh, then we'll start winding the show down because we are at uh, eight 48 our time. Um, what is it? Uh, Seven 48 your time there, uh, Brian. So let me, let me check this out. Okay. Central time zone, it's 13 minutes after lunchtime, 12.13. A plug for my employer, and yes, we are hiring. And of course, the Cougars get a shout out. So we loaded two backhoes today here in northeastern Iowa. They are headed for sunny Southern California. So we put a strap over the uh, bucket. I rested them up on these uh, eight by eight blocks. Chained down uh, two points here in the front, one on each side. Chained down the rear, put a strap over both of the arms chain down the rear on this one move down here towards the rear of the trailer chain down both sides and we put a strap over this bucket as well gorgeous day here today and we hope to be in sunny southern california uh, come early wednesday morning and that's the way it is friday november 19th 2021 stay out of the trees rotate your tires on a regular basis thanks for watching have a great weekend oh man i love your tagline on the end always I love that. You know, Ben's, we, uh, we just did a load securement. Um, there, there's a lot of, uh, specialty, I guess, uh, the right size chains, a uh, certain amount of straps. Can you kind of elaborate on a little bit of that, Brian? Yeah, I, yeah, I uh, and if you're going to ask me for all of the different weights and the different ratios and how much securement you need, I'm not sure I can I can nah. give you all of that. I didn't memorize all of that, but I use three eighths chains. Uh, I will use five sixteenths if I'm hauling the smaller skid steers. Um, I think it's like uh, uh, five thousand pounds per chain, so you have to have you know to get up to what half of your half of your weight um and then i use the four inch straps um but i i'm very conscientious of the of the rules and i try to play by them i the friend of mine that got me the job here uh sadly uh he was a, a victim of covid but he taught he'd been driving since 1984 so he knew everything about heavy haul and i learned so much from him about what to do and how to secure it and um <clears throat> i don't know if that your question i i apologize if it doesn't no no that's that's fine i mean that's um you know i don't want to every load is different but you just step back you know the general rules uh the general lay of the land and it's always best to throw an extra chain or two on what maybe when it's not needed but it makes you feel comfortable correct Absolutely, and we're going to get—you're never going to get stopped at a scale house for having too much securement. Um, I, I I remember I was in Southern California, probably down by Riverside or something, and I had a load of steel steel um, framing material, like they would use in commercial construction. It was going clear to Steamboat Spring, and I I, I loaded it. They, they helped, they loaded it. I secured it and I took off. Well, as soon as I made like the first corner, the whole thing starts moving. 
And I am like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? I cannot take this to, Cal- to, to Colorado like this. So I pulled back around and I said, hey, this is not going to work. This is too unstable. So they uh, they took it off and they put on a whole bunch more um, uh, what would you say that they would they tied all of the the made the bundles smaller and tied everything together and uh, it rode beautifully after that. But so you, you really have to for doing it. And if you don't feel comfortable, don't take it down the road. Right. Oh, exactly. Because exactly. you are the last uh, line of defense for that safety and that load securement there. So uh, anyway, um, Brian, uh, where are you headed tomorrow? Well, I I am loaded. I, I loaded, uh, and I haven't I haven't even done the TikTok yet. Um, uh, another friend of mine that drives truck uh, actually met me here at the Iowa 80, and I <laughs> I haven't even uploaded his video. But I am headed tomorrow to uh, Pennsylvania, and then I will go to to Maryland, and I will end up at the port of Baltimore to bring tractors back, John Deere tractors back here to Iowa. Okay. All right. So, so do you just mainly stay up in the, uh, you know, in the North or you ever come down South or any, you know, how, how far South have you, do you run? Uh, I've been to, I was in South Carolina here. Not, um, not too long ago. I took a tractor down there. Uh, I go to Houston, uh, Waco, Dallas, all of that. Um, uh, it, and of course I go to the Northwest. Um, but, I don't. I, I. I never know where I'm going. Being a company driver, uh, Timothy and Steve, I. I don't ask any questions. I just go where they tell me I'm going to go. Right. Right. Well, um, if you're ever down and uh, in, in Ohio uh, or or, or <clears throat> Georgia, just holler at Steve and myself. And uh, if you're in our area, we'll be glad to meet up with you. And maybe have a cup of coffee. Oh, I, I'd be. That would be uh, that would be great. I uh, the social media in general has has really uh, uh, this is and I this is just kind of funny. So I'll just tell you this quick story and then then you can close out your show. You can remember back twenty years ago, thirty years ago, when you would go to the county fair and say you know, Garth Brooks or George Strait or somebody was going to be at the fair and you were like, oh my gosh, wow, I can't wait to go see this guy in person, you know, because you'd heard all of his music and collected all of it. Doesn't it seem like anymore the celebrities are the, are the people on social media? Yep, yep. Exactly. You go to the trucks, like, you know, somebody's like, oh yeah, hey, I guess who I met and I just saw your truck and I'm just like, what are you talking about? I mean, you, it's very strange. <laughs> but it's position of recognition. Right. It absolutely. And I imagine with a beautiful truck, like you drive, you are recognized um, in different places. Well, I, <laughs> I, I am not one that needs accolades or, uh, or anything like that. It, it, it really, somewhat embarrasses me when people notice me and they pretty much notice the truck not me because uh i always equate my voice to uh 
William Daniels when he would be the the voice of Kit on Knight Rider. I always wanted to just be the voice of the truck. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that is cool. That is cool. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, I, and I did notice that in, in a lot of your videos, uh, you do not put yourself in a lot of your videos. You actually just put whatever you're hauling in your truck in there. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I do, and I do, I do think that that, that is a neat touch to uh, whenever you put your videos out there. And I, I like your videos because you're at, out there, you're, you're putting a positive image on the trucking industry. And that's what Steve and I try to do is we're trying to build a positive image for this industry that we all love. Well, and I think that uh, at, at I try to do it for the industry, and I try to do it for my for my company, for the company I work for, because we ha we hire very good drivers. Our CSA score is great, and uh, so I I just want to show the positive side, not the downfall of all the truck wrecks and all of that stuff. I mean, you can see that all day long. I want to see, show something positive. Absolutely. And, and, and on Trucker's Voices page, um, that is absolutely what my page and uh, well, let me back up. Our page was built for uh, that page was built for, you know, nothing to put out there, all the junk out there and all that. It was just <clears throat> absolutely for uh, positive images of, of what we do. And because you know what, this image has been good to me and my family. Uh, it's, it has actually helped me put two kids through college and uh, we, we actually have lived a really good life because of the trucking industry. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and I think that as, as times change and the, and the, and the industry is going to change and either you're going to, either you're going to have to change or you might as well find a new line of work because it's not going to be the way it was. Correct. Correct. So tell us uh, right before we, we got two minutes before we close the show out. Tell us about your Cougars. <laughs> um, since I am from Washington state and I live nowhere near the dump of Seattle. Um, I, we've always loved Cougars uh, cause that's in Eastern Washington and Pullman. My sister graduated there in 1994. Five, and so that's a while back, but that's why I love. I try to promote them because um, I think it's the best logo in in all of the in all of the college collegiate sports. Temple, and we all have our favorite team for various reasons. There, uh, before we let you go, I'm gonna let Steve uh, have one last. Uh, question with you and then we're going to close the show out but we do appreciate you absolutely <clears throat> coming in and giving us your time and telling us you know your story and how you got into the trucking industry and um you know very interesting very interesting and i would encourage everybody if you don't uh know him on uh tiktok go follow him uh he's on brian j preston on on tiktok and uh, you can find him there very very positive uh videos out there yeah, I just want to say thank you, Brian. Uh, I am a fan of your TikTok now. Thank you for promoting the good side of the industry. And uh, keep up the good work, my friend. Truck safe. And I'll be looking for you because I run uh, Pennsylvania every day. I go out to Barkerville, Pennsylvania. So I'll, I'll be looking for you if you're going across 80 out there. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate you guys are great. I, I love truckers' voices. And... Um, uh, I, I'm, I am not 
as as uh, aged as a lot of these drivers out here, but I believe that I bring some old school um, etiquette back to the industry. Yes, sir. Keep up the good work. Hey, Brian, before you get off the air, would it be asking too much for you to give us an intro uh, for Trucker's Voices podcast? And I will cut it and clip it and use it in the next podcast. What would you... What? <laughs> You kind of I put you on the spot what, now. What would you, yeah, what would you want me to intro? How do you want me to do that? You can just say something like, "Welcome to Trucker's Voices" with your host Tim Taylor and co-host Steve Brand. Okay, okay. Welcome to Trucker Voices with your host Tim Taylor and Steve Brand. Good enough. I appreciate. It. I'm going to cut that and use it. Okay. I, <laughs> Oh, that's awesome! Thank you, Brian. Yeah, you guys are welcome. I, 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 I am sorry for the audio problems earlier, and um, I hope that this worked out. No problem. Uh, that happens when you're when you're live. You got to expect those things to happen. Uh, when I go back out and edit the video, edit everything, and put it on Apple Podcasts and everything, you'll never know that um, you know that happened when I put it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Okay, that'll be fine. I, uh, Steve, uh, Timothy, thank you. It was a pleasure, and uh, uh, I, I look forward to doing this again sometime. Thank you, Brian. We'll have you back in the future for sure. And uh, everybody uh, appreciates <clears throat> what you did. And here's a little token of our appreciation right here. That's awesome. Brian, God bless you, brother. Truck safe. Keep up the good work, my friend. All right. Hey, thanks, guys, and we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later, Brian. Bye-bye. All right. Goodbye. Well, Steve, it was another good show tonight. Um, everything went good, um, except for the technical difficulty we have. And that's, that's the problem uh, that we have sometimes when uh, we're broadcasting and somebody's actually doing it mobile but uh hey we worked through it and uh you know we had it happen also with uh danny smith that time but it all worked out it come good and uh we got our message crossed but uh i want to tell everybody not thank you for tuning in um and uh those that you listen to it on the rebroadcast we appreciate you listening to us and uh your support is uh very very needed uh so uh thank you and uh, make sure that whenever you are trucking tomorrow look out for those who aren't looking out for themselves we'll get steve the last word and remember the most important trip of the day is that trip home god bless y'all truck safe i believe in god